One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. Yes, Charlie joined me this afternoon. He's going to be with me Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays for the foreseeable Whether future. Whether I like it or not. Well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Press ganged into it. We've got the negatives and he has no choice <laughs> but to work here. Um, and uh, we uh, spoke to Bobby Zamora. We did, Bobby. Former West Ham striker. Fantastic player. He's quite excited by what's going on. He talked up at the credentials of Mikel Antonio and quite right too after his... Fine performance last time, last night, should I say? Exactly. Um, we spoke to Paul Reed, the Enfield Town chairman. They've got yeah. into bed with WWE wrestling. It's all yeah. going off down at Enfield it Town. Is. A lovely little tie-up for exactly. them potentially. Tag and team. Uh, after nine months of um, Max Rushton not once getting a, a Cambridge player on, we thought we'd get one on today. Exactly. Perhaps all week. Perhaps we will do a whole week of Cambridge players. Indeed, we will. <laughs> Focus on Cambridge United. <laughs> Harrison Dunk joined us. Talked about life after football as well. That plus our chats and how you got involved this afternoon. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Good Charlie afternoon. will be joining me uh, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, Andy's here Mondays and, uh, and Fridays, uh, as things stand. And Because uh, Max has gone to Australia, yeah. and as we said, or he's about to. And as we said, um, we've chosen to have a Cambridge United player on <laughs> that he very much likes today, yeah, just to yeah. annoy him. Just, yeah, he'll be absolutely gutted about that. He will be. Not yeah. only losing his... Prime show with you, you know, which mm. I know he loved doing. But to have Cambridge United on today as well, he'll be furious. He'll be turning round at the airport now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, quite possibly. So, um, we, we, a couple of things when we get the listeners. We're going to yeah. talk about Mikel Antonio uh, a little bit later on with Bobby Zamora and uh, his continued development as a striker. And also just how well West Ham have been doing. Oh, it was a brilliant match, wasn't it, Paul? It was a proper, yeah. proper Premier League game as well. Yeah. Um, to, to, have the, to have the crowd back there as well was fantastic. Yeah, it sounded like a great... Funny, we were talking to Tom Rennie yesterday, he was a West Ham fan. He was going to the game last night and uh, Andy was making the point. He went to, I think, the Chelsea-West Ham came, game and he said that the place was rocking. It was a good atmosphere, yeah. a better one than he thought. And last night, uh, the feeling was it was sensational, probably the best it's ever been. I think... I was, it, felt, it felt like... West Ham last night. It, mm, yeah. felt like they, it felt like they'd all been away, <laughs> yeah. weren't allowed in. They've all come back and decided, OK, yeah. this is our home. We're going to make it the bowl in. They oh, were yeah. calling it, You, they? you, the you need a few statement in. victories, don't you, to yeah. try to put a place on the yeah, map. Was, so, it uh, look, it's never going to be the same as your old ground. But no. 
uh, you know, you make the best of it. But the reason I bring it up is that we saw him um, celebrating with a cardboard cutout of himself <laughs> yes. that he'd had made. I got two of those in the loft. No, I, well, sorry, no, go on. I was, no, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> yes. the first, my first question was, Charlie, have you got a cardboard cutout of yourself? I have. We just we've just moved, and I had to get everything out of the loft, and because I've done about ten. Edinburgh, Are they two copies of the same Ed- one, or do you do a new one every year? <laughs> ten Edinburgh shows in my life. I, yeah. had, I had one where I, I had one where I had to do. I wanted to do a duet with myself. Mm. Um, to the song that by the Carlin Twins, which is called When. Do you know it, Paul? When? Yeah. Yeah. When, when you, you smile. When, when you, you smile at me. me. Yeah, Everybody, good yeah, evening. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with so, you. So yeah. I was doing a, a, a version of that, and they were twins, and I was mm. doing it about one-hit wonders, because they're a proper one-hit wonder. Yeah. And I had I found this a lot slimmer version of myself <laughs> yeah. in the loft. Is it, it, was a bit, like, is it what Glenn would call a Dorian Gray yeah, situation? Well, it really is was. Is it not good to see, like, maybe yourself 15 years ago, life-size? <laughs> it was, you know, when they have the sort of Weight Watchers before and after? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like that. I was holding myself, and it was a bit like, mm, perhaps I... Uh, yeah. Perhaps maybe, well, maybe I the pandemic went, has crept up on me a bit. It's become a bit of a staple of the stag do, isn't it? I mean, I go, don't they take... Don't, don't oh, often don't they, they take that. a cardboard cutout of the stag. I mean, look, you can tell us, listeners, because I'm interested in your cardboard cutout tales this afternoon. Oh, nice, yes. Um, because I, I remember I was on Twitter a little while ago, and someone had got a promotional one. They'd bought a promotional one of Cristiano Ronaldo mm. and used it for security reasons. So when they went out <laughs> during the day, they'd leave this cardboard cutout by the window. Oh, lovely. And Because people are just, they wouldn't yeah. look at it and they think, oh, somebody's at the window. You don't always make eye contact. Yeah. If you get one of uh, Duncan Ferguson done, so people just know. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know. But just, the, but just the idea of someone saying, you see who's moved in at 15? <laughs> it's odd. I mean, I, th- I, I thought he was playing in Italy now. Why has why he moved to Streatham? A, a part exchange on a Barrett home. Yeah, that's right. Ronaldo. <laughs> that seemed quite odd, doesn't it? Just a sort of little two-bedroom house on, on the estate next to us. But um, yeah. your cardboard cutout. Yeah, who have you got a cardboard cutout of is great, isn't yeah. it? I once, once asked for a year. For uh, Toy Story, used to have them in for my daughter. I was going to say, yeah, have a, a Buzz Lightyear, but they didn't. They said, "Oh, we've got a queue for that one." Oh, really? It was like, no. What in the shop? You'd be <laughs> waiting. Oh, you'd back be wait- of the queue. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be waiting for the Disney store to chuck out all their old cardboard cut. Quite cross about it. They got. Really? Yeah. I played foot golf yesterday, Paul. Oh, did you, you really? ever, ever played foot golf? Do you know I haven't? I, I'm, I'm aware of it as a as a as a sport. Yeah, I've never played it. it. Decent? I, did you do all right? I was pretty good. How was your putting? <laughs> well, you have the putting's the hard bit. Yeah. The putting, you think, well, that looks easy. The yeah, just sticking your bit. foot through it's not that yeah. difficult, is it, but really? You, but you have to sort of go against all your golf thoughts. You have to put it in the rough, because otherwise it just rolls back yeah. at you. But, yeah, I did enjoy it. I've got a limp today, though, because I left one of my clubs at the at the course. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, um, let's hear from the listeners this yeah. afternoon. The other thing I want to hear from the listeners on involves um, something Charlie sent me a little bit uh, earlier on uh, and it is about uh, to Stanley Matthews the late great uh, yes. Stan Matthews and Charlie there was uh, an item in one of the papers today that a uh, piece of a uh, piece of memorabilia uh, related to Stanley Matthews sold didn't it now people are thinking yeah, it's going to be a pair of his be, boots yeah. going to be an old the black, shirt yeah a Blackpool or Stoke shirt something like that um, or it's normally boots medals or uh, shirts they're the only things that ever really get sold but this was uh, a silver tea service. <laughs> a silver tea service, uh, once owned by the great Sir Stanley Matthews, uh, has sold for £22,000. That seems a lot of money to me. Private buyer has bought it, and yes, uh, it was presented to him at the end of World War Two. 
So instead of a medal, I gave him a tea set. I'm sure I gave him one as well. But by uh, Bruce Forsyth, I think the I think think the buyer is definitely a football fan. We're interested this afternoon in. I mean, so we're going to use that as the marker. uh, Twenty-two grand for the twenty-two thousand five hundred pound for a uh, Stan Matthews tea set. So what we're looking for is uh, items of memorabilia or uh, auction items that you're prepared to to put up. We're not really going to buy them. Just tell us about them. And uh, those items, you just tell us about them today and we'll try and put a value on them for you but don't hold us to it because we're just basically making it up we don't know what we're doing but it will give us a marker 22 and a half I grand think we for do know what we're doing paul i so, think i think i think you're underestimating how good we'll be at this if i kick you off with a couple of these from the archive okay. oh, lovely. um the spark plug from the former coventry manager john sillett's ride on lawnmower oh very nice now it's not silver so it has no real plug. value does, does john sillett signed it yeah, no, I don't think so. I think a bloke, a bloke uh, okay. fixed John Sillett's lawnmower and just kept the spark plug for some reason. OK, I'm going to say £8.50. £8.50, OK, thank you, Charlie. How much, how uh, much was it? You, you, I've you got, got no idea. Price. No oh. idea. Uh, the other thing was um, the thermocoupler from Ramon <laughs> Vega's boiler, bloke service oh. Ramon Vega's boiler. Yeah. Thought it's famous, but I'll just keep the thermocoupler <laughs> one. I could exchange that. it. So, th- I mean, I don't, it's no good because it's a replacement one. You couldn't use yeah. it as a thermocoupler. <laughs> so, you... So, you're basically doing a, a, a bad piece of equipment from a boiler, but it did belong to a former a paperweight. Switzerland Euro '96 yeah. and Spurs uh, centre half. I'm, 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 I'm not interested that, in. I'm, I'd say five pounds less ma- than max. John Sillett's spark plug for a ride on lawnmower. Okay, I just, I just five like pounds. A spark plug is a nice, a nicer visual thing than, okay. a, than I'm assuming. Brilliant. Whatever that was You're calling the this the Fantiques Roadshow. Fantiques Roadshow. Okay. Fantiques Roadshow. So anyway, if you've got other Tattier stuff... the better. If you've got any other stuff valued, working on the basis, you get 22 and a half grand for a silver tea set that belonged to Stanley Matthews. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to and And our resident um, Fantique uh, expert, Charlie Baker, <laughs> will value them for you this afternoon. Apologies to those people who sent in the... John Sillett uh, ride on, especially the thermo couple. They're going to be gutted. It's only worth. How's Ramon Vega feeling this afternoon? Well, get, get, getting your boiler done is pricey as well. Yeah, so it, you know. that's very true. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. History making goal. West Ham three, Leicester one, and West Ham now have their greatest scorer in the Premier League era, and his name is Mikel Antonio. It's his 48th goal for West Ham in the Premier League era. Yeah, he's playing remarkably well at the moment, and West Ham uh, going great guns. So we thought we would get a striker's take on on him and the Hammers' strong start from uh, from West Ham man, Bobby Zamora. Good afternoon, Bobby. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, thanks. thanks, I think you would have admired those goals last night, the the second one especially. What a lovely finish. Yeah, he's done. He's done well. To be fair, he's done. uh, He's done really well and a fantastic finish. Fantastic couple of goals. To be fair. yeah, he's um, he's certainly grown as a player, um, and that comes with experience. I think. He's, he, he, people are talking about Lukaku's goal over the over the weekend. Mm. It, it was using his strength and you know sticking the player and doing the finish. But Antonio seems to do exactly the same thing. Just he seems so strong, holds players off, and then he's got and yeah. then the finishes last night were just superb. Yeah, that's that. Do you know what? That they are quite similar in terms of centre halves. Whoever they are do not want to come up against those yeah. two just because their 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 power, their strength, their speed. Um it's it, it they they don't actually have to be the most technical technically gifted players in the world because what they have is frightening to anybody. Mm. Um and on their day they can terrorise absolutely anybody as well. And that's what they've both been doing. Um Antonio's come on so much as as a player 
Um, I remember playing against him many years ago and, and, and seeing him develop now. And, um, you know, he's, he's obviously gained the experience over years and taking little parts of, of, um, uh, of tips from coaches that he's come across. Mm-hmm. Um, and his game's adapted, and he's, he's just um, he's just flourished. He really has. And in that West Ham team, they know exactly what they're going to get from him. Every single week, he's going to work his socks off first and foremost. So the fans love him on that front. Um, but he's also delivering goals now, which is fantastic. There was a period, Bobby, where I think he, he seemed to prefer playing out wide. He even said, mm. I think he had that, that preference. You know, and he would get moved around, his sort of wing back, and then sort of playing that, being able to cut in. But he seems to have really risen to being being the the main man, the striker. Yeah, I think that's. I think that, as I say, his game's developed, in, and 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 I think he he would rather play out wide because you have, he, that would play into his strengths in terms of space, and and him being able to use his pace and his strength really in terms of just knocking the ball, getting past players, defenders. But he's got, like I say, his game's evolved. He's learned how to use his body more. So when he uses back to play. You know, like he showed yesterday, that he can he can shift, have a swivel, hold defenders off, and get his shot off. You know, and like I say, he's he's developed as a player, and and those are unique strengths, strengths that not not many forwards have. Um, but like you say, Antonio and Lukaku, they have they have that that talent and those strengths um, in abundance, and they're both utilising them now. Lukaku again, exactly the same as has grown as a player, and as you know, I, I remember looking at the pair of them years ago and thinking, God, if only you knew what you could do to defenders if you yeah. use your body right. Mm. They've really kicked on from last season, <clears throat> West Ham, haven't they? You know, David Moyes must be absolutely thrilled because they had that really good run last year. How important is it to keep Declan Rice? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was quite pleased. Uh, uh, listen, I love Frank Lampard, but I was quite pleased that he got sex. I know he was eyeing, eyeing up. <laughs> right. I, know the, I know the money was being moved and everything yeah. was getting lined up to, to take Declan. So, you know... Uh, when Chelsea were out of the picture, I actually I don't know who or what club would take him now because he's going to cost a lot of money mm. um, for a centre midfielder, and I don't know who's going to do that. But um, I think, to be honest, how good he is and the price tag that 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 will that he'll cost will put off a lot a lot of teams. But he is actually worth every single penny. Whoever does that make that investment, hopefully nobody. But um, you know he's a fantastic player, and and just what he done in Euro shows that. I remember Mark Noble speaking to me, and you know a good few years ago, saying, this boy has everything, mm-hmm. and you know only in the last couple of years I've seen more and more of him, and yeah, the Euro sort of counted off for me to say he's a very, very, yeah. very special player. They've not got a bad run of games, actually, have they? They've got um, back at home this weekend against Palace, and they're still finding their feet under a new mm-hmm. manager. Uh, then away at Southampton, uh, and then then it is Manchester United at home, and then Leeds next up. But you know, there they are at the top, and the, and the confidence they'll get from that. And there's potentially, if they play like they're playing at the moment, another six points there for them over the next couple yeah. of games. Well, the Premier League's horrible because you never know where those points are going to come from. You know, you think you're going to get three, and it doesn't turn out like that first and foremost. But but yes, in terms of confidence, they are they're on another level at the minute for a striker, Antonio scoring goals. Being in that the, the front, the front, you know, attacking line, uh, 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 just scoring goals and being creative, mm. and, and and confidence that the breeds. So going into the next game, even if they lose, the next two or three, they're already on that high. They'll still be on that high for a while, I think. And they're in a great place. They're playing so well. They look very solid as well. So um, yeah, it, it, it bodes well for for West Ham. And yeah, fingers crossed they can continue that. 
There was some talk of them doing a bit more business before the window closes, and they'd like to get mm-hmm. Jesse Lingard, and I think a lot's been read into the fact he did come on the other day for United, and maybe they yeah. feel they want to keep him. But they've they've looked at a few alternatives. Um, I mean, how important is, do you think there are areas they could do with strengthening? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what? I thought exactly the same thing. I thought, yeah, OK, they're going to strengthen them. But the, the problem is when you start off so well, the chairman goes and the owners go... You don't need to spend any money. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it almost kicks you, you know, you've got a kick in the teeth. And Moise Moy- will be knocking on the door saying, right, OK, let's have that money we spoke about. And they'll go, well, I'll tell you what, we're um, we're flying high and everything seems uh, hunky-dory, so there's no need to change. But, um, but yeah, I'm sure, you know, if we can get Jesse, that'll be amazing because we know exactly what he can bring and how he fits into the team. And, um, you know, I'm sure he loves the club. Uh, the fans love him, so it'll be a great fit. But, um, again, he's, he featured for, for United and everybody knows what he's capable of. So, hopefully a deal can be done and we get him. That's the one I would love to see. Yeah, nice one. Cheers, Bobby. Thanks, Thanks, Bobby. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure, guys. Pleasure. All, all the best. Yes, uh, Bobby Zimora there from West Ham striker. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, the worlds of football and wrestling collided Fantastic. last week. You may have missed this story. I did miss um, it. And it was announced by none other than Triple H, oh, wrestling legend. Fantastic. So, uh, this, before we speak to the club involved, listen to Triple H. This is the game, Triple H. Not only is it a big week for WWE with SummerSlam on Saturday and NXT TakeOver 36 on Sunday, but it's a big week for UK as the football season has returned. Enfield in London has played a big part in the journey of NXT UK since the opening of our UK Performance Center. And that's why I'm proud to announce today the first of its kind partnership between NXT UK and Enfield Town Football Club in celebration of their 20th anniversary. As the UK's first supporter-owned football club, they share our passion in putting fans at the center of everything we do. Be on the lookout for plenty of exciting things to come over the next few months, but for now, there's only one question left to ask. 
Penfield Town Football Club. Are you ready? What about that? Oh, Triple wait. H. Took a lot of preparation. It, 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 it certainly did. Uh, anyway, joining us now to uh, to chat about that is the uh, chairman of Enfield Town Football Club, Paul Reid. Hi, Great Paul. Stuff. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, yeah. What, what a build-up. Yeah, That's fantastic, fantastic isn't it? Right. Oh, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's um, yeah. I think the the exposure we, we knew it'd be pretty big, but um, the response we've had has pretty much taken us all, all yeah. by surprise. Really, how did how did it come about? Did they did they just sort of approach you out of the blue? Did they? Yeah, at work to be honest. So um, I, the day job's recruitment, and um, got a message on on LinkedIn one morning thinking it was something to do with work, and uh, um, actually was one of the, the the communications guys from from WWE. Um, Went to have a chat about how we could potentially work together, and then a couple of conversations later, decided what, that we've got a lot of synergies between us, really. Uh, and they, they committed to be our sort of headline shirt sponsors for our, our 20th anniversary. Yeah, excellent, really, really. I mean, I know uh, I watch lower league football myself, and and I know any any sort of income or any sort of profile at all really, really helps massively, doesn't it? Yeah, w- without a doubt. I mean, we've had. Additional followers on on Twitter this this past week from Australia, from America. We've probably sold 150 more shirts than we would have done in mm-hmm. in the last week. Um, and to a club of our our size, that's 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 huge for us. We've been in all the national papers. We're on obviously on Talksport now. So that that sort of profile, you can't really buy as a club. And, and to put us on the map and and to sort of showcase us and what what we do, um, we're we're extremely grateful to to WWE and NXT for. Helping us achieve that. Premier League have been Premier League managers have been moaning this this week that it's gone back in time. Well, Jurgen Klopp's going to be all for this, you know. But he's going to. Do you expect him to get let off a bit of stuff with refs now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they teach us a few moves, maybe. Um, so a couple of the guys were down for a photo shoot last week, and um, the size of them, we, we might get a couple in the, at centre half. I think. Yeah. <laughs> this British arm of the WWE, this NXT, is it? They've got links to the local area. Is that why they came to you, then, Paul? Yeah, absolutely. So their their performance centre, um, I think it's the first outside America, is in Enfield, just off the A10, oh, really? um, and they've, they've been in the, the local community now for for a couple of years, um, and want to sort of grow and develop their roots locally, and and sort of really pleased they decided to do that with us. Yeah, it's brilliant. So I mean, uh, apart from a little, as you say, the the profile, a little bit of a financial lift. And what you said, there are synergies. I mean, what other things you do you expect to do? Will there be other stuff you'll be doing with them? I mean, uh... yeah, we, I was talking to them yesterday about about what we can do next, really, um, how we can get our players involved with with their athletes and, and and their superstars, how we can work in the community that we do with with young kids and uh, and, and people with disabilities, how we can use their their people that are obviously going to be local to us to to support that. Um, getting the players along to events, some of their, their bigger WWE O2 events at, in, uh, say, in London, trying to get our players along to that as well. So plenty of scope to work together mm. moving forward. Yeah. Um, Grant Holt became a, a wrestler, didn't he? I don't know. And he used to do it in his, like, just jeans and jumper. He didn't have a special yeah. outfit. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Grant's playing at the moment or well, maybe you just he might, you might force him, get him out of retirement and play up front for... Uh, for yeah. Yeah. You've had a good start to the season, haven't you? A couple of wins. We have indeed, yeah. Um, I say it's put a real buzz around the place as well. So um, we had a pretty dreadful pre-season, to be honest, um, and, and sort of pulled ourselves out of that. Had a, had a good win away uh, at Carshorton and then um, announced the, the sponsorship deal last week, which then put a, a bit of a buzz around the place, mm. um, city around the players for, for Saturday. Had a good win. Uh, and then, say, a couple of couple of 
big games this weekend and hopefully can build on that. Are you, are you still in the FA Cups? Yeah, we haven't started yet. So we, oh, right. we were drawn um, at home to Deerham, which is uh, on the 4th of September, which will be our first our first round in that. Yeah. You're a relatively local to me, Paul, if you know, and I um, I came and watched the team. I came along with Andy Smart. Oh, my Andy Smart came and we watched uh, a mate of mine, Steve, when I watched Enfield play. I, was, I used to pop over quite a lot during the old uh, Southbury Road days when the club were there and uh, vying to be a league club mm. virtually every season. I was explaining to Charlie that this was the old days of re-election when it, if you had a very good drinks cabinet you got re-elected yeah. uh, and there was an automatic promotion and of course oh, yeah. the minute they brought in automatic promotion uh, uh, the old Enfield yeah, because it's a slightly away, different yeah. setup now never came close to... Um, getting into the league again. But, um, I mean, is that, is that ultimately, I suppose this can't hurt, can it? But is this ultimately no, the no. aim to work your way back into into the conference and uh, play in the league? Absolutely. And the fact we're, I suppose we're a fan-owned club, we're, we were the first UK fans-owned club. It's um, that model uh, perhaps isn't conducive to flying through the leagues because you don't have a, a money man that, that's going to fund that or a money woman that's going to fund that. Um, so we're going to have to build. We have to build in a community. We've got an academy. We've we've started to build on. Uh, hopefully, these links with, with WWE and our, our profile as well would have put us on that that footing that we can have some a sort of organic growth, I suppose, through the divisions and and maybe get promoted the next year or two. Spend some time at National League South, and then ultimately that aim is to to get as high as we can sustainably. But there's some some big clubs and big budgets in that National League now. Yeah, there oh, certainly is. You're oh, finding Charlie as a tall keeper. Yeah, I've seen right. I've seen Enfield at Wembley a couple of times in the old amateur cup finals when I was a kid, like 50-odd thousand people plus, oh, you know. There used, to, used to be 56,000 people. Grant anyway. the old... anyway. Hunt's playing for Wroxham. Oh, is he? Wroxham Town FC. Okay, well, what, the, the, wrestling he, might, the wrestling might get him so, interested. Exactly. So. So there we are. Well, all the best, Paul. Hope it all works out well. Thanks very much Thank for joining us. Thank you. You're very welcome over again. We're at home bank on Rudy Monday. Oh, well, um, I'll, 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 definitely pop over, there, I'll definitely pop over a couple of times. Get one of those shirts. Get one of those wrestling shirts. A pint they've got. They used to Go do... down in your lycra, Paul. Yeah. In your wrestling lycra. You look lovely. Oh, I will. I, uh, Charlie, that's what I'll do. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Thanks very much. Uh, Paul <laughs> Reid there, the chairman of uh, Enfield Town FC. Lovely stuff. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it's been dubbed by Charlie Baker at the Fantiques Roadshow. This is because uh, Sir Stanley Matthews' uh, silver tea set was sold for £22,500. And so we've made that the marker for other items that are not uh, shirts, boots... Uh, and medals. Spark plug we've had so far, haven't we? We've had John Sillett's spark plug from his ride on lawnmower. You value Mm. that at £8. It's at a a scrap value. Thermocoupler from uh, Ramon Vega's um, boiler. £4, that was. £4, that was valued. That wasn't signed, either. Charles Baker. Wasn't signed. Wasn't signed. A lot of these things aren't signed. Unsigned. And you're also telling us about. Match worn. Match worn. You're telling us about cardboard cutouts as well after Michael Antonio last night danced with his own. A cardboard cutout. You've been telling us about your cardboard cutout stories, and we said they get kind of used on stag do's. And uh, sure enough, back in '81, says uh, Stuart from Worcester, a group of us took a cardboard uh, out on a stag night. Uh, big cheers! Every pub we went to, with Charles proving very popular when it '81, oh, wasn't he? Yeah. 
at the year he got married. Sadly, by the end of the night, Charlie had been snapped in half, oh. which is probably the reason our invites for the wedding got lost in the post. Oh, what a shame. Thank you very yeah, much, yeah, exactly. Stuart, for that. It was a good one, wasn't it? it was, uh, where's the, where's the, where's the Antony Amy? Antony, was it Antony Amy one? Where's that one gone? Oh, He's not finished. Not, not oh, no, I can't find it. We'll find um, it in no, a minute. No, no, so we'll find it in a minute, yeah. I had a life-size cut out of Lawrence Delalio. Um, says oh. Paul, the painter in Luton. If that's how you spell it, well, it doesn't matter. We understood <laughs> it. It's not how you spell it. He left a G out and some other letters. He came to loads of parties with me. Uh, oh, he was wingman, not a bad... Yeah. Uh, and uh, and was also a, 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 guard, a, a guardboard cutout, whatever that is, when we went away. Never been oh, burgled, touch guardboard wood. Guardboard cut? That's, that's, that's great, isn't the it? The guardboard guard, cutout. Guardboard cutout. We've got, to take, with we've got to take that into we'll the den. We'll have that. We'll <laughs> take that into the den. <laughs> den. Lawrence Delalio. The big hard, hard lads. Somebody standing looking really yeah, mean like, by the door. Get your old mate Ricky Grover, like, just <laughs> get, pulling... Like, no pull, one famous, just like one hard blokes. Ricky pulling, like, a face, just by your your window that would be fantastic wouldn't it i pestered my local record shop to let me have a life-size cardboard cutout of wendy james from transvision zamp uh, Trans- <laughs> transvision vamp remember yeah, in yeah. that pink dress wendy looked lovely on my bedroom wall but my girlfriend yeah. at the time sadly took it upon herself to draw a pair of glasses and a mustache on poor wendy <laughs> she was never quite the same again but the girlfriend is, had to go which is the look she now sports exactly yes. um mark carter wants evaluation if you don't mind Charlie. okay lovely yeah Can we have um, the music? I need charles the music. he needs the music i need the music evaluation charles baker the uh, expert on um, yeah, fancy Fantics Road Show yeah, joins sure. us. Mark Carter says Steve Perryman's old outside tap, mm. which I replaced a couple of months ago. So the skipper's old outside tap. What well, we... it would I have... mean that's got scrap value. It, it would have a lot more value if he didn't have anything to do with Exeter City. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately... Don't let your club lawyers <laughs> get in the <laughs> way of valuation. Unfortunately, he does have quite a lot to do with Exeter City. He does. City, so. The value of an outside tap is all it is for me. <laughs> Just, there's no celebrity value <laughs> no at all. No celebrity of, value. Of, because of the city the link. The skipper's uh, exit the link. Um, what have we got here? I have a double socket from Thierry Henry's house. I'm an electrician and I had to remove it so a building could cut a hole in the kitchen wall for a cat flap. That's oh. Darren the Rangers fan from Stephen. So what are you taking for Thierry Henry's double socket? <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? you could... It's unsigned, I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, on the, on I, the I forget, unless, unless they tell us. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like yeah, the dub yeah, mix. Yeah. Unless they tell us that it is... Um, signed. Signed. You work on the basis, it's not. Double socket from Thierry Omriza. Who's, who's, who's in the other socket? <laughs> Petit, just behind him. I think they were both his sockets. He had, he had the kind of money that allowed him to have double plug sockets. Thierry Omriza, pre- I think that's pretty good. I'm going to go £10 for that. You think an Arsenal fan would spend £10? Uh, they would. You'd want the sort of certificate of authenticity. Yeah, you need you? the provenance. Paul. Okay, thank you, Charles, for that. And thank you very much, Darren, the Rangers fan, for that. Uh, I had uh, a Rude Hollett autograph on a picture of him. That's an autograph picture, as we call it in the trade. Uh, When I was younger, but I sprayed it with deep heat. (laughs) Why would you (laughs) do that? Why was he thinking so he didn't pull something? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want him doing a hammy. He had a cup vinyl. (laughs) Thinking it would give it some sort of lacquered finish and protect it. But to my absolute uh, shock, the autograph just ran down the picture. Yeah, I could have told you that. And you've just got a picture. Um, Yeah, you've just got a picture, yeah. um, This is a belter. My mate Alfie (laughs) looks like... Unless you're paying for uh, a a picture of Rude Hullet with deep heat and a very runny pair. Just a quid. Bound. Okay. My mate Alfie looks like Ellen DeGeneres. So after a... DeGeneres? DeGeneres, DeGeneres yeah. So after a 
few beers, I decided to buy him a life-size cardboard cutout of Ellen. Nice. <laughs> now, every time you walk past his house, you can just see Ellen peering down from his bedroom window. Really? Isn't that lovely? Fantastic. That's Lewis in Blackburn. Confusing. Thank you, Lewis. That's uh, Lewis in Blackburn there. <laughs> Not quite a cardboard cutout, but a neighbour of mine leaves um, mannequins. He doesn't spell it like that. <laughs> That's like a pet name for somebody with a K. Mannequins. Uh, or a name for a cat. In the window to make it look like someone's in. Yeah. And we're now calling them guardboard guard cutouts. Guard, well, I mean, someone did send that in. They're, they're, so, well, so they, they're going to claim that, Paul, if we try and we'll copyright that If name. Peter Jones says yes and gives us 50 grand to... to yeah. How much guard, are we asking for guardboard guard, well, cutouts? We're going to have to think this oh, through. Yeah. Um, OK, yeah, do keep these coming. Um, I've got a photo with Andre Kanchelskis with yeah. Brian Robson in the background tending to a young boy after he drove over his foot outside <laughs> Old Trafford in the 90s. That's good, because that's like a one-off, isn't that's, it? That's, that's a moment in time. That's <laughs> I like that very much. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm offering fifteen pounds for that. I'm not, I'm not offering. I'm valuing pounds. it. It would be great. Andy pounds. in Liverpool it would be great to find the person who ran over, uh, ran <laughs> over Brian's was, yeah. foot or, or Andre's. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. But do keep them they'd coming. like that picture for proof in court. <clears throat> the Fantinks Roadshow and your cardboard cutout yeah. tales. One more of those. Quick one. John from Leighton Buzzard. My daughter Grace bought a full size replica of Gordon Ramsay. He stands in our lounge in full kicking. Re- sorry, full cooking regalia. <laughs> <Kicking>. <laughs> Taking pride of place in our front window. I have cameras outside and recently went on holiday. I saw the postman walk up to the post box and say, Morning, Gordon. (laughs) Oh, lovely. (laughs) Thank you, John. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, in the nine months that uh, Matt Rushton, Cambridge United fan, worked with me... Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think we had one Cambridge United player on the show. Good. On uh, On the day he steps down, Charlie takes over and he flies to Australia... We've got someone who's had a testimonial for Fantastic. the Fantastic, 333 appearances. Just to wind him up. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, Harrison Dunk joins us uh, of Cambridge United. Good afternoon, Harrison. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, Max, no, Max no will be very annoyed no, at this. Furious about this. Just yeah. a note, by the way, just to know, I didn't ever see Max at a game. So, uh, well, uh, I don't know, in oh. 10 years, I didn't actually see him. So, <laughs> Listen, I've, ca- I've called him on that a lot, Harrison. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, so, you know. last... He calls Spurs a big team that win things. They haven't won anything in 10 know, years yeah. either. I, I think so he's being he ironic. The, he was at that Orient game. He, um, uh, w- oh, yeah, at, yeah, no, I'll give him that one. But it was London, wasn't it? He was on, oh yeah, he's not going to—he's not going to travel to Cambridge, you know. He's not, he's not <laughs> my sort do... of footballer. Calling Max Rushton out is very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, he would have been spotted. They would have been singing a few songs exactly. for him, wouldn't they? But uh, no, he, he'd always have that O's game when he stood in someone's exactly. flat with a beer and watched it. So uh, yeah, a, a, a testimonial for for you this year. Do you ever think uh, ten years at the same club? Um, no, I mean it was quite surreal to be honest, and it only really hit me on the day of the game how much of an achievement it probably was and it kind of I didn't really think about it in the sense that the 10 years have just kind of flown by I've loved every minute of it and then when the game came it was sort of all the messages I was getting and then I started realizing that it was actually quite a big deal yeah how much input do you have into a testament how's I mean QPR were the opponents how much how much involvement do you do you have in it so I'm actually a lifelong QPR fans so mm. it was actually a really nice touch for the um, two clubs to organise that for me mm. and um, it's a real credit to both clubs but I was told they'd organised it and then I kind of did a bit of um, publicity for it but it was all organised by the club so really nice touch from them 
Have you yeah. ever played them as a player? Have you ever played at Loftus Road? No, so, so that was the whole thing. My dad's always wanted to watch me play against QPR yeah. or probably play for QPR, but that's not, <laughs> not really going to happen. Um, so yeah. for, the, for that to happen, it was just a really nice touch for me and the whole family. Are you you're a Mark Burcham fan, Harrison? I am indeed. I, I, I wasn't allowed when I was younger to dye my hair blue and white in the Mohican like he had, but I always wanted to. Yeah, a bird. I don't know if he's listening today. He's over in Ireland. He's doing rather well. He's oh, gone over to Waterford. He's coaching there, and he's it's it's going all right for him. So you know he listens in now and again. So he'll be chuffed to hear the fans are still out there. So when you when you're at Cambridge United and you're there ten years, you see players come and come in and and going, and you're and you're there, and you're still there, and you're still there. When when do you think? Oh, I'm here for good now. When do you sort of realise? Oh, I'm part of the furniture. <laughs> um. Well, to be fair, there is actually one other player that's now in his ninth year, so hopefully he can get another testimony as well. But it is very rare in that. So, um, no, yeah, it's, it's obviously really nice and I've played with a lot of players and as football is now, a lot of players just go um, each year, teams sort of recycle, um, change a lot of players. So it's a nice achievement and mm. I'm, I like to think I'm quite a... Um, sort of loyal person, so yeah, it's quite well. Were you were they conference prem when you were when you first came in? Were they were they were they? I suppose they would have been, wouldn't they? Yeah, Yeah. blue square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a couple of dark years (laughs) before we got promoted, which was a massive achievement for the club. So it was a a big club in the conference, and Mm. um, it was a real. uh, big achievement and then um, last season well we've had a few years in League 2 and last season we were probably no one really expected that we would achieve what we did and that was real special year for us yeah just a word on last season and you did absolutely fly at the league didn't you Uh, you did really well in League 2 but with the goals of Paul Mullin and then Paul Mullin of course had the chance to play in League 1 and has gone to Wrexham you know for the various different reasons do you understand that when you when you see a player do something like that? Yeah, I think I don't know all of the circumstances around it, so it's hard to comment. But um, he deserved a very good move. I thought he had an amazing season. Mm. He's a really good player. Um, I was actually his roommate, so wow. I can't speak too badly about him. But no, <laughs> I'm sure he'll um, go again this season, score a lot of goals and he might be buying into the sort of project there, which yeah. looks like they've got an exciting future ahead. Yeah, well, um, two, uh, two yeah. all with Solim Al Moors on Saturday, so it wasn't that exciting then. <laughs> Max was always Max, Max was always very excited about uh, Wes Houlihan. Yeah, talking yeah, up. lovely player. Wessie, as he called him. I mean, it, it's it, when you're watching an old master like that in action. What's it like? Yeah, he is a wizard. Um, <laughs> well, I think I think he's either thirty nine or forty, but literally every game he's the best player on the pitch. Mm. So. Um, yeah, it's a serious credit to him. Um, it's lovely to just learn from him, watch him. I would say every day, but you don't see him until a Thursday or Friday, so he gets a bit of the. Um, he gets, he gets treated well. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Kid he's gloves. not got another job somewhere. He's not like. <laughs> yeah, well, funny enough, we, I, I was reading a little piece about you in the week at the weekend, and about you know you are even at thirty, you are still thinking about life after football, which I think you know a, a lot of players. Uh, should be doing anyway because you know you never quite know um and you you're going sort of uh, you you're taking a, a degree uh, in law and and that's the area that you're looking to explore 
Yeah, so I study, um, it's called Silex, it's the Chartered Institute of Legal Executives, um, sort of a part-time flexible means of studying that I can sort of incorporate around training and my life just generally. And it's just a nice um, sort of way to ease the transition once football ends, but also just nice skills and something to put on the CV that will um, hopefully, as I said, transition after I finish playing because obviously football, it does obviously end at some point for everyone. Mm, yeah. I mean, is it a difficult thing to balance or do you find this the best? I mean, what are, what are the other, what do your teammates make of it? Do you get any sort of joshing about it or are a lot of players these days starting to think about what they're going to do beyond football? It's a lot more um, these days because we've got a few players in the team that now do accountancy in their spare time. I just think it's quite important that players, as much as it's preparing for the future, which is very important, it's just something that takes their mind off football, which I find quite important. I find mm. that football can be quite overwhelming and consuming if your life is only football, which of course is an important when you're a professional football player, but you can't um play football 24 hours a day it's quite important that you can switch off and i find that that really is quite useful for me yeah good stuff very good well look good to talk to you and uh we wish you well for uh, the rest of the season in uh, league one and uh, i'm sure Ma when max is next back from australia he'll get to a game yeah we've been we've been asking for people's <laughs> cardboard cutouts yeah actually harrison and uh chris porch has uh, texted in um, someone needs to make a cut, a guardboard cutout of Max Rushton for the Abbey Stadium. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> then, if I, yeah. yeah, that's a shame. If I only get the matches, then that would be good. Uh, good to talk to you, Harrison. All the best. Thank you very much. Cheers, Harrison. There we are. That's Harrison Dunk there, the Cambridge United defender, uh, uh, turned legal eagle. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. So the Fantiques Roadshow, we feel, has got yeah, legs. I mean, maybe next. How week, much Paul? money can we make from? Um, <laughs> What they called? I've forgotten already. Fantiques. Oh, from guard guardboard. Guardboard cutouts. Guardboard cutouts. Never be burgled again. If anyone wants to invest, get in touch with us at Talksport. Yeah. Just a free. Just do a kind of stock picture of somebody looking really mean. Just tough. Just standing by your window. It's one of those blokes in the pub called yeah. Lee. Just some bloke you don't want to look in the eye. <laughs> Reese. Yeah. No, you just don't look. Just don't look him in. Just don't, don't look at him. You'll be Tyler's okay. here. Don't look at him. See if we can get it away. Uh, anyway, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Another busy show, mm. I'm sure. Um, if you, join us if you can for one if not podcast available at around 4.30 you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.